Welcome back to Caffeine Confessionals. My name is Alan Aguirre. We are here today to talk about the Challenge USA episode four. I'm joined by my lovely co-host. We have the Canadian Miss Nikki Sin. Hello. The Virginian Luke Muncy. What's up, guys? The Vermontian Zoe Trimboli. Hey, y'all. And I just want to give a thank you out to everyone who's listening because lately we've had an influx of new listeners because of the Challenge USA, people who watch Big Brother Survivor Love Island and have come to watch this show for the first time. And the love and the messages I've been getting have been very appreciated. I just want to thank you all out there. And if you're watching for the first time or regular, drop a like on the YouTube video, subscribe to the channel. Challenge USA episode four. Ooh, baby, we got a Big Brother Civil War on our hands. We had a trivia challenge. We got TJ's classic laugh. How are you guys feeling? I feel like this was my opinion. I feel like this was the weakest episode out of the four, but it was still really, really strong in its own right. So I'm still feeling good on the Challenge USA train. I thought it was fireworks, honestly, mm. with the the way everything went down. I know that there's gonna be a lot of people that love certain members of certain Big Brother alliances who are upset. Um, but I was so happy to see this game played with a little gusto. So I was all about it. I was here for it. No, I love the drama. <laughs> I want to see it all. Yeah, I, I agree with Luke in that this wasn't an episode where there were like all these different storylines. There was one storyline the entire episode. And if you like that storyline, if you enjoyed it, you're going to love this episode. But you could get a little bit bored. It could be a bit monotonous at times. See, it was strong, though. I don't know. Like, I, it's just it's just weird. I feel like I'm somebody who actually would have rather had more on the drama as opposed to the daily, which we're going to talk about later, was trivia, our favorite. Um, but maybe that was the case. I still think it was strong, though. So don't misconstrue me saying it was, like, the lowest of the four, that it wasn't good. I was I was into it. We come out of the episode, and we have – New partnerships. I'm pulling them up right now for us, you know. Totally random, by the way. Producers did not match them up beforehand. Producers There's... hate Love Island because they keep <laughs> they are trying to get rid of Love Island. Not at all. So bad. My, my thing is they're now calling it the perfect algorithm. What the hell is that about? They're calling it like, oh, TJ's perfect algorithm. I'm like, look, we already thought this was sketchy, and you just made us more sketched out by calling it the perfect algorithm. Don't, don't say that. Don't make right. it worse. Yeah. And our partnerships are everyone's favorite part of the episode where I just list off names. Leo and Desi, Kylan and Alyssa, Ben and Aza, Enzo and Cache, David and Justine, Xavier and Chan, Danny and Kira, Derek and Sarah, Tyson and Kayla, Dom and Angela, and Cinco and Shannon. Yeah, I danced for every one of them. And to Zoe's point about, like, production hating Love Island because there's always a team of, like, two of them – I feel like if you're even Big Brother and you're paired with someone from Big Brother, like that's not a good sign. If anybody from any of the other shows win, like you're the automatic easy person to vote in or easy group to vote in. That's because the UK Love Island is superior to the USA Love Island. Hands down. I just got I got no opinion on that debate right now, honestly. <laughs> oh, I I am happy to anyone that wants to drop in the comments anything they want to talk about Love Island UK. Me. I'll talk about it okay. all day, all night. All right. So we're talking about Love Island US, though. We have the wonderful Justine, and she is worried. She's like, I just got partying with David. I don't know how perfect this algorithm is. We call him Doodle here, Alan. 
I'm sorry. Hey, he got enough. <laughs> he got enough screen time in this episode where like, you know what? Like the dyslexia in my name started seeing the letters. I was like, wait, does that spell David? Does that spell David? <laughs> Donald. When I was writing down the partners, I wrote down all the guys' names first, and I was like, okay, if it goes too fast, I'm just gonna be able to like pair the girls with them. And I could not think of one of the guys. <laughs> and then, lo and behold, David slash Doodle pops up, and um, I was like, oh, that's that's actually ridiculous considering how much I trash talk him on this podcast. But anyway. And Justine's worried. She's like, I got this weak partner. People are talking about him actively in the house as one of the weaker guys, which isn't a great sign for David. Uh, I do have this, like, in, in the moments we've seen David in, like, the preseason confessionals and on the show, he's uh, like, people got to realize this isn't Big Brother anymore. And I'm like, dude, I watched Big Brother. The worst part of the game for you was you never won a comp. You just kept losing to all these, like, people that were just, you know, better at puzzles or better athletically than you. Like, I don't know how you thought you were going to translate onto this show. And he's one of the least self-aware people I've ever seen on reality television, which is insane because we're talking about American reality television. But, like, he really thinks he's a threat to win this, even with everyone else being like, he's the worst. He's so stupid. They did try to validate that with the shots of him carrying the weight on the treadmill, looking like he's been hitting the gym. But I thought the exact same thing, Luke. I was like, oh, the lack of self-awareness is literally, like, grinding all the bones in my body together like that's how it feels but such secondhand embarrassment like to watch it all my thing is like i want to give him a chance i want to have like some optimism that he could actually like come on and do stuff and then he just walks in a room and the vibe just feels off i just can't, i can't explain it it's like you you get it you get why people see he's weak you get why he doesn't have success in the show i just it's just not working out he feels like the kind of person that like stares at you waiting for you to talk to him instead of just like saying something like and he'll the second, like, like a rabbit. And the second <laughs> like, you acknowledge him, he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, whatever. I am happy he's getting getting his shot to like perform on a different show, because as we all know, his first Big Brother season, horrible showing. And it was not his fault. His second Big Brother season was a horrible showing and it was his fault. So, you know. This was an opportunity for him. It seems like a missed opportunity, but mm, whatever. Good luck to Justine. We did and see Justine uh, only. We did see some other commentary of like skepticism where uh, when Desi got partnered with Leo, and she's like, Leo, he has some energy to him. Haven't seen him do well in anything. Haven't seen him do well at all. Um, and he keeps talking about cats, and it's starting to hit a Shane Dawson level just a bit. I don't know. Oh. See, like, obviously we're not in the house, but he's obviously had probably like four or five cat confessionals, but I don't feel like he's underperformed in any of these dailies. He did well with Tiffany, too, when they were paired together, but yeah. he must he must be talking about cats constantly. Like, I think I I don't think Desi's like a mean girl. <laughs> I think she's like pretty chill. Uh, I know that she has like talked about people being duds in the past in her confessionals, but like. The fact that she's like, okay, like the cats, the comments need to stop. You're getting a little weird. Like I, he's he's just cute and sweet, just a little kitten. So, sorry, Leo. We then see a scene uh, with Derek and Alyssa, where Derek's eating some noodles and they're plotting their revenge against uh, Xavier. 
Nani did it better. Sorry. Yeah, nobody eats noodles like Nani. Period. End of sentence. No one. Sorry. No one eats cup noodles like Nani. And like Nani, at least makes sense. Here's the thing. I understand the notion that they feel burned by these Big Brother 23 people because they were used in their game. I get that. I do think they game works. Exactly. Like, and I understand that they want to make a move further on. It's the fourth episode. It's too soon. And I'm sorry. Neither of the two people plotting are like the best physical specimens. I agree with you as much as I love it. Like I am so excited about it because I think it just makes the show more interesting that Alyssa was ready to take that shot. I I think it's way too early for both Kyland and Alyssa's game. I think this is classic Kyland, right? Like wanting, feeling like he's like in a position of power and wants to like use his authority immediately. Um, I think that they could have rode this one out way longer and ensured their safety way longer. And I think a lot of backlash has come from Alyssa specifically saying these things, to which I can understand in a sense, like, at, at what point should they take a step back and like, okay, we were used as a pawn, so a group of people could have a huge game moment. I'm so happy I could allow that. The second that, like, the cookout acknowledges that to you and says, listen, we had a bigger goal, but on this show, we're together. Like, sure, you want to take them out eventually, but not – it's just too soon. I think Alyssa had one goal. I mean, I don't. I mean, it, it's actually a much more achievable and manageable goal than winning the season, which is like it, it's also like it gives you a storyline to be cast for future shows as well for future rivalries. Whereas, like, yeah, I'm gonna go out and, and dominate the competition. Not everyone can do that. And I gotta say, well, I was gonna say, Alyssa we'll go specifically can't really do that, especially if it comes to like a physical limb. Like, she's a tiny, tiny girl. So, and I, she's looking at Angela, she's looking at Sarah, she's looking at Desi, like, she knows she's got an uphill battle. So I actually applaud her looking to get cast. Come on over the flagship, sister. Come on over, make out with some people. Like, yeah. like fires them about it. Do it what you need stunning. to do? Yeah, yeah. it's stunning this episode. Is and she gonna, maybe she'll date Fessy next. I don't know. Oh, God. Let's not. Nah, she doesn't, she doesn't make the blonde qualification. Doesn't, doesn't hit for that. Uh, but like, yeah, I don't I think Alyssa has been a pretty solid competitor, but I just I don't she's not going to dominate like that. And Derek, man, he was he was eating those noodles really sloppily and aggressively. Like, I'm, I'm not one. <laughs> there was just no form to it. I, I look, your boy's eating a lot of cup of noodles in, the, in his day. Uh, big Naruto anime fan. So, like, I, 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 I love my ramen. It's just he just. He was eating it with zero form, and I think we might, Luke might have frozen a bit. So we're just gonna keep going. The we're gonna, we're gonna keep talking. Once he comes yeah. back, he'll just be seamlessly. He's he'll gonna look gorgeous. Him. Yeah, it always does. Uh, let's move on though, and let's talk about the scene between Xavier and Shan, where they are talking about what their you know their partnership will look like, how they feel about each other. Shan has a lot of doubt about Xavier, but she says like, well, he's Survivor. I'm Big Brother, or I'm Survivor, he's Big Brother. Um, we should be protected even if we lose. As long as we don't come in last, we are in a good spot. She also makes a point to say how shady and untrustworthy Big Brother is. And I'm like, I understand what you're saying, but Survivor is literally the exact same thing in that way. So I was like, you just, you can't be throwing that around when you're from Survivor. Like, you just, yeah. like, they're equally shady. That's the name of the game. 
Now, if anything, Survivor is more shady. Yeah, yeah. Luke has uh, re-entered the chat. We're talking about Shan's comments about Big Brother being untrustworthy. And I have to say, like, Luke, we're going to get your opinion because you have a lot of opinions on Shan always. But <laughs> I'm, I'm, Shan. I'm, I'm amazed. Like, she throws a lot of, like, really – she kind of throws a lot of digs at people, shows, and stuff like that that are kind of, I don't know, a little below the belt. I like it as a character, but it's a bit – it's a bit shocking. There's a little, you know. It's so Shane, look in the mirror type moments. It's not Christ-like at all. Yeah, oh God, no. And there were a few times she cussed in this episode, and I was like, they had to censor that. You're a pastor. Um, love Shan to death. Survivor, she really sh- like shined for me or shone. I don't know. I'm an English teacher, whatever. She, she really shan? A, yeah, she shanned for us. Thank you, Nikki. She shanned for us because, like, she just worked her people skills. And I think she was smart to do her research before coming on to the show, but she's too knowledgeable. And maybe she's not too knowledgeable. She's too vocal about her knowledge. And it's like, come on, let's let's take this down a little bit because you're giving us as viewers a fun reaction. Zoe just said, like, as viewers, it's great. But if I'm in the house with somebody and they're talking so intently about, like, things that I've done, people that I've hooked up with outside of the show not even televised, I'm thinking back to Tiffany and Cinco, I'm going to think, whoa, you're vindictive. You're sneaky, which she is, but I really watching this. I'm like, come on, Shan, calm it down. So what? She's messy. She's very messy. I love yeah. it. It's but, but I'm a viewer. It's a little frustrating to watch though, because you're like, it's it's sort of like when you know when you watch Survivor and like somebody finds like an advantage or an idol and you're like, ah. Oh, good they're going to keep it to themselves and then they go and tell everyone what is it about survivor players with the loose lips just yakking all the time i think she has a bad sense of confidence because she is part of this big group but we talked we talked last week that she is on the bottom of that list so like play like you're on the bottom my my issue is that like i do think she did her research like luke said um, but it, it, she's acting like if nobody did research on her, she's acting if she's like on day one of survivors, like, oh, I'm a pastor, I'm actually a villain. Like, no, people are very aware of who you are and they're playing like that, but you're not playing as such. And it, that's what I find a little frustrating. Shan's the most memorable person from her season, period. Oh, yeah. Like, even if you are a casual viewer of Survivor or like not super excited, you know Shan and you know what she was about she's she's just she's getting a little out of herself here i think it goes back to that self-awareness and i do think she's much more intelligent than david but she doesn't have the self-awareness in this game that she did have in survivor 41 you could just scroll twitter and like randomly be like who who's this girl with this evil theme music behind her in this clip like if that's you're like you know you put two and two together real easily and i just i don't know i i think she needs to Great survivor player, great character, but there needs to be more awareness. Moving into the challenge, it's trivia, as you mentioned, and it's uh, it's different. Trivia. It's different this season around. They had what they do is they do three heats, four players, four players, three players. Uh, they have one question, uh, and then the players have to list off answers for that type of question. Um, once someone misses, the first person out, that team is in last place. They go into the losers round. Uh, the team that wins the heat goes into the winner's round. They then repeat this until we do the loser's round, where 
whoever gets a question wrong first goes automatically into elimination. And then the winner's round, whoever wins out, wins the daily challenge. Pretty simple. And after TJ explains it, we get a little confessional with Enzo, and he says the term doo-doo pies more times than I've ever, ever <laughs> wanted to hear in my entire life. I think he says it at least three times, and the first time I was like, that's not what he said, and the second time I was like, nope, that's exactly what he said. So Enzo, please don't ever, ever, ever say doo-doo pies again. I just had to say it twice, and now I want to kill myself. So like, no, stop. <laughs> and now I had to hear it again. Thanks. Thanks so much. Enzo quietly been the guy, like, and we made fun of David, but Enzo really has not been on this season at all. He's an old man. He's too old. He understands and his place. He's he just like a funny like, Jersey uncle. Yeah, he's just out of place. Like, imagine, put him on the flagship show, people will be like, who's this guy who's like CT, but weird and isn't gonna win? <laughs> yeah. Well, Wait, didn't he make out with Sally Vasquez? No, I was a, I was about to say he did not. Oh, she, okay. She approached him at the bar and said, like, she wanted to make out, and he, like, chickened out. He could have had a storyline of this if he wanted to, but he, he got— too much wear to even make out with a hot girl in his yes. stupid little hat. I mean, his nickname is Meow Meow. <laughs> well, he Dude, ain't he getting any pissed, Meow like, Meow. I'll tell you that right now. He's now— like, he, He's the meow meow guy, and he has to hear Leo talk about cats. Like this guy just stole my gag. He oh, yeah, stole my storyline. He's having an identity crisis. That's what it is. He that's that's why we never hear from him. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, What do you guys think of the format of questions, where they just where people have to list them off? Love. I like it. I like it more than the like just like. I like it, it too, Basic in terms trivia. of fairness. Like, I, I think some people get really hard questions and some people get really easy questions. I think back to the last season where people, some someone was asked to spell this insane word. Like, I, I think it's, it levels the playing field and makes it a little more interesting. And Zoe said this before we got on um, to do this podcast, that it added a separate element to the game, too, where it wasn't just knowing this information. It was memorizing if someone else had given the same piece of information before. And that was fun because as a viewer, too, I was like, have they said this? Have they said this? Yeah, and I thought it was lots of fun. <laughs> we were trying to remember and we weren't standing knowing we were about to drop 150 feet off the side of a building. So Mm-mm, not for me. All right. Zoe, do you have who is in the first heat? Yes, I do. All right. In the first heat, we had Dom and Angela, Xavier and Shan, Danny and Kira, and Cinco and Shannon. That first question was name countries that speak Spanish, right? Correct? Yes. And Danny, my boy, really just quickly shoots out Brazil, which, as we know, primary language is Portuguese. Honestly, though, like, how many Americans would get that wrong? Because I know that, and I feel like it's like a, hey, I'm I'm kind of a smart girl, so I know that they speak Portuguese. Yeah. So. My thing isn't that he isn't that like, uh, they like Danny didn't know it. It's that I think Kira definitely knew more countries, and Danny just said Brazil so quickly, and she was like, no, 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 and oh my god, she looked worse this episode. Just a side note, she's not, she's not in the episode again, but amazing look. <laughs> Yeah, I think he should have took a, a pause to be like, Kira, is this true? Because she definitely knew other answers, as did probably most people watching. 
Yeah, I was sure Cinco and Shannon were going to go down first. They just, <laughs> the, in terms of like watts in, in those light bulbs, they were just low. The power was off. <laughs> oh. So they, uh, <laughs> but I just loved how, te- I loved how terrified he was of them dropping. I like, I've never seen something like that on the show. Yeah, it was hilarious. And um, they didn't even come in third. They came in second. Xavier yeah. and Stan were the next to go down. Which I have to say, the question was, like, guess uh, the top 10 most valuable currencies in the world. Um, and they guessed the peso, which, like, peso. And I was just like, my God, there's, like, it's, like, 200 and something pesos is a dollar. It is one of the lowest. Like, I, yeah, I think this is, I, as a Mexican, and I'm like... <laughs> My problem is, it's like, I I don't know that many different currencies. I know that they're all different, but I'm like, I don't fucking know what they are. I know at one point that Greece was single-handedly driving down the value of the euro, but I can't mm-hmm. tell you what the different currencies in different countries are. I don't even know the Canadian currency. Sorry, Nikki. They oh, dollars, okay. Right? Yeah, we use, have dollars. We, use, we use dollars. American dollars? Canadian, they're, they're called Canadian dollars. No, we don't use American dollars. Oh. Oh, you're a teacher. Nikki, I knew that. And I was just thinking back to like when certain people from Canada won the challenge and it was rigged because they got the money like more there. I just did that to really like get at you. Sorry. You know what? Good save. Yeah, I didn't know it. We'll I just, have it I out to... later. We'll <laughs> yeah, have it exactly. out later. Um, yeah. Zoe, who who do we have in Heat 2? Uh, uh, Dom and Angelo in that Heat. Yeah. And in Heat 2, we have Leo and Desi. Derek and Sarah, Tyson and Kayla, and Kyle and Alyssa. I have to say, that opening question of name actresses who have played Catwoman in movies, like, your boy knows his movies. Your boy knows his Batman. I was ta- I was taken for a minute. I was like, oh, sh-. like, I can only think of Zoe Kravitz and Halle Berry right now. Oh, really? What do you Anne mean? Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. First off, like, I, I don't Michelle think the Dark Pfeiffer. Hair, I don't think the Dark... Zoe Kravitz is the best Catwoman right now, just like flat out. I mean, just 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 pound for pound. And Halle Berry is like the most iconic because of how bad that movie is. But like, I just brain farted. If I was standing there, I would have got it eventually. But I I was I was stuck for a moment. Alan, I was on the exact same page as you. Those were the two that I can remember. And then Kylan said Anne Hathaway. I was like, fuck it, of course. <laughs> Anne Hathaway, with, with, Michelle Pfeiffer, like. I'm I'm a big Anne Hathaway guy. Dark Knight Rises stinks. I don't really think of that movie that much. Well, you know what stinks more? Sarah Lucina. Oh, Oh. yeah. And before I speak about her, I will say, Leo did kind of validate Desi by being like, oh, a cat question, meow, weirdo. Sarah, for her to look at Derek and say, how do you not know this? Aren't you supposed to be a smart guy? It's like he doesn't know a small piece of trivia where there's likely four or five answers. Like, you're the older person in the situation. Like, you're also a cop, not the stereotype, but I feel like you've probably watched a lot of Batman movies. Like, is that not your training videos? <laughs> right. No, they don't have any training videos. Anyways, she's the worst. Alan, how her. hard can I go right now? Go, like, go for it. Go for it. Fuck Sarah. I'm gonna look at my phone. Like, for I just, I cannot with her. The to. Even insinuate that intelligence has anything to do with knowing who played Catwoman ever is insane. And she just came off like the self-righteous, 
arrogant asshole that she is. Yeah. Minimizing Derek as a, as a competitor, as a person. And she just, oh, I just hate her to her core so much. I mean, even in her confessional, I mean, she probably had a day between. In her confessional, she's talking about when they drop. She was like, and I just thought, get off me. As if, like, he just repulsed her as a human because he didn't know a small piece of trivia that she also didn't know. It'd be different if, like, her life depended on what he said. Like, she had equal stock to also give an answer. And then later on, when she's like, it's sports. It's my turn now. Everybody watch. Like, like just get off me. I was just like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, one, you don't know anything about Derek as a human being. You don't know if he knows anything about hockey newsflash most americans don't because nobody watches hockey anywhere and it's i just in in america i'm raging in my body right now watching it i just wanted to reach through the screen and punch her in the face because she was just such an asshole i'm honestly glad that they didn't win their heat because i couldn't have stomached her again It, it goes back to what alan has said multiple times uh like Finish top three. You talk this big game, but like, where's where's the show? No fucking self awareness. She's no. all talk, all talk. She's like every cop, all talk. <laughs> Four challenges in, no top three finishes. Ooh, miss intimidation. Dude, you've been old enough to know when like Batman was in black and white. Just fucking finish top three. Yeah. First off, Batman was never in black and white. Even even in the back day, it was very colorful. But it's just a good joke, though. I, I no, yeah. I I I I love I the I, show. I feel I feel offensive. The show with was the show. The Adam the Adam West one. That that's very colorful. Yeah. It was super colorful. Was that not black and white? No, it was very. very I mean, oh, they, there was black and white, but it, oh, I, I watched them colorized. My bad. Well, here's what is black and white: our yeah. love and hate for Sarah. It's very black and white. We hate yep. the bitch. Okay. Kylan so. Ky- 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 and Alyssa <laughs> win the daily. Kylan really just kills this. I mean, they win the heat. Uh, one another funny comment though was uh, Tyson. He's being like, ah, Kay- Kayla looks wise. This is a good part <laughs> of the challenge. I, he just saying like he thought she was kind of a dweeb, like kind of a nerd. Is that what he's? <laughs> I've always I've always said if you look at someone and say they look wise in the face, that's a nice way to say they look ugly. And I don't oh. think that's what he. I've oh. always heard that. I've always. That's like that's like oh my god, she has a great is that, personality. Is this a sermon? right? <laughs> Maybe, I, and I hope that wasn't the case, and I don't think so because I think Kayla's a great girl. Like no, and Tyson's, Tyson's too. Not, Tyson's cutthroat, but he's not mean. Yeah, but I when I heard it, I was like, no, she, she I, I, Kayla's a cutie. She, I, I like her. She's delightful. Tyson had like the same reaction we've had, where we see Kayla on the first few episodes. We don't really know much about her. It's like she just seems like a delight, and that's like Tyson. Like ah, she. She looks like she'll be good at this. Uh, it was it, it was a funny comment that caught me off guard. And then the third heat, we had Ben and Aza, Cache and Person. Cache and Enzo. Who's <laughs> third person? I don't have it listed down. Was it Dominic? Oh, no, no, never mind. I don't know. No, no. Cache, Enzo, Ben and Aza, David and Justine. I'm going to try to call him David because he has a story. Ooh, that's, impo- that's important to know because... David and Justine come in last. Uh, ben and Ozza pull off the win. And I have to say, they, they were guessing, like, the last 10 actresses to win. Uh, no, actress who won in the last 10 years. Yeah, yeah the la- so the last 10 actresses in the last 10 years. But it was I mean, two different, it was two different categories. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, so he, he guessed Sandra Bullock. 
I thought it was a phenomenal guess. I feel old because that means gravity is more than 10 years old now. Because I was like, oh, you're right, David. When did when Blindside come out? When Blindside, I, I saw that in eighth grade. So that would be 2010. Uh, but Gravity was a couple years later. Um, and she won for that. But that means Gravity is now more than 10 years old. Because Gravity was after Blindside. Oh, I didn't realize she won for both of those. I thought she only won for the for the blind side. Oh, your your boy loves to Sandra Bullock. Ooh, <laughs> Miss Congeniality, Ooh. 28 Days. Ooh. I knew none of these names. The what? proposal. What do you mean you knew none of these names? What is well, that? I mean, obviously knew them, but I I would have never been like, oh yeah, Kate Blanchett, duh. I would have. I would have just said yeah. Yes. I would have said Jennifer what do you Lawrence mean? and hope for the best. Jennifer I feel Lawrence like, is a fun one. Yeah. She but won, but that might that's twenty thirteen. Um, Lupita Nyong'o. I I went to the same college as her. Um, okay, people just left the podcast. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <Okay>. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Alan and I just got too excited about like trivia types. Cat, We're like, the no, here's the thing. Movie podcast. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Ben and Oz win their heat. We go to the losers round, and David and Justine take a tough loss uh, in a question about hockey. Uh, Danny. Pulls Pittsburgh Penguins, which I have to say, TJ gave him so long to answer that question that I was just like, I like Danny. I like Hira. I wouldn't have wanted to see them go to elimination. But he gave them so much leeway into answering that question. I think part of it is because TJ loves, like, he loves being the cat playing with the mouse during trivia so much. I also loved how Danny, like, pretended like he pulled that answer out of thin air. And he's like, oh, hockey's a cold sport. Penguins, they live in cold spot. I'm like, no, you've heard the, tr- you've heard Pittsburgh Penguins before. Like, well, you didn't just make that up. <laughs> and that's the only hockey team that I knew actually when they asked that question. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, 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 I remember the riots in Vancouver. I have one of my favorite pictures ever. It's like someone like making out on the street while there's like riots in the background. I'm from New England. I hate the Bruins, but they're here. Um. I don't want to be like that stereotypical Canadian, but I do love hockey, so. Yeah, good. You should. Just kidding. No. <laughs> and yeah, the real was... problem with hockey. Let's talk about the real problem with hockey. Tickets are so damn expensive. I've been wanting to go to a game yeah. for years, but like even even the even the worst seats cost over a hundred dollars. And I'm just like, I don't know if I like hockey enough to make that investment. In I got Erica. I got asked to go to a hockey game in February. I said no because I had no interest. Tickets were not that bad. Oh. I guess it depends where you live. I think yeah, Bruins are expensive too, Alan. I Any just like I want to get into it, but what if I dislike hockey? What if I find out when I'm there I just like hockey? And I just paid all this money. You probably really? It's not. They're. It's not that expensive here in in Canada, but like basketball. Because you have that's really you have Canadian dollars. That's not real money. That's not the time. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. My advice to you and to our listeners is go to semi pro hockey because it's super fun. And all those guys, I feel like they feel like they have nothing to lose. So there's just brawls every like 10 minutes and it's hilarious and amazing. So And I, you could be a puck bunny. I don't know. Ooh. Find yourself a little, little hockey I'll hubby. Puck bunny. Dude, I have, I, people have been saying since I was young that I had the makings for a great puck bunny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what that term means? Okay, anyway, let's Look, move on. Dude, dude, I wouldn't have said it if I knew what it means. <laughs> Winning the daily challenge, Kylan and Alyssa. Kylan really comes through. Big win for them. Second daily challenge. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, with Tyson, Aunt Alyssa, first win of the season. Good for them. Yeah. I was excited for Alyssa. She looked so happy. Like, she was so... Because you can tell she's like, I just want to run the final, and now she knows she can't. Now it's the aftermath of what winning comes with, where Alyssa... Wait. Before we move away, I'm sorry. Can we talk about Dom with the shark? Yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So there was a question where they asked, what is, like, the heaviest, like, name the ten heaviest animals. Um, and Dom was like, a great white shark is not an animal. Sorry? And I was, Which like, is, watching, and I was like, it might not be a land mammal. animal, but it's it, an animal. Someone had, already, so, someone had already guessed a water animal in that whole sequence as well. But so, what what does he think that a shark is then? I think he was thinking fish. He did say fish, but like it's so, in the subsect of animal. He was getting fish the mammal. Are animals yes. right? Reptiles, birds, fish, mammals. They're amphibians. All, amphibians. Like, they're all animals. They're they're just it's it. It can be a fish, it could be a mammal, but they're all animals. Dom. Uh, see, so sharks can be animals because they are also fish, and Dom can also be someone from ass. Survivor and so, a dumbass. A dumbass, so, if you will. Yeah, like insects are not animals. Insects are insects. But like Dom, who has this like air of superiority about him, he's like trying to talk down to Shannon and make her feel stupid, and he's trying to talk down to Angela who is definitely not stupid. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's just being such a dickhead about it. And then I'm glad TJ did mention the shark that they were looking for and like proved to him like, no, you're a moron. I don't care that you won this heat. You're an idiot. Yep. Dom must be like the worst person to deal with at their local Chili's because he's probably correcting (laughs) his waitress when like they work there every day. They know what's going on. They're trying to correct him. Like, no, no, it's it's like, it's like, no, sir, you said this. And it's just, that's the type of guy Dom is, it feels like at this point. At your local Chili's, he said. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good analogy, actually. Yeah. (laughs) It's an allergy. Wow. We're moving on from that. We're moving on from that. And Puck Bunny, uh, we're moving on from that. Uh, <laughs> after the daily challenge, though, Alyssa and Kylan now have to choose who is going into elimination. Everyone thinks, like, well, Cinco, Shannon, both Love Island. Why not just throw them into elimination? It's it's so obvious, too, because they could fall back on the whole Shannon was an alternate. She didn't want to be here from the beginning. Let's make her prove herself. Cinco's already been in. We won't ruffle any feathers. Or he almost went in. I don't I don't remember. But, like, the big thing is they're not from their show. It was an easy out. It was. But they're, they just got too excited. Kylan and his big, 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 big ego and Alyssa hell-bent on revenge. Again, I'm just going to make it clear. I love it. As a viewer, I love it. I think it would have been smarter for her own game to wait a little longer. And like Angela, when she was talking to them, saying like, yeah, by all means, get that blood on your hands. I like, go ahead, take the shot. I don't care. Angela knows she's in safe with Titan, which makes her safe with Survivor. Like she's kind of untouchable. And (laughs) to add to what Zoe and, and Alan said last week, when, when Kylan won, you guys said, He's going to get a big head. He's going to try to play too hard. 
to set Xavier down in front of you, not even in like the deliberation space, to set him down in front of you and and like tease him with the idea that he might go in. You could see on Xavier's face, he was like, oh, yeah, I'd be pretty upset about that. Like, what do you expect this to be? This is not Big Brother 23. This is a whole different subset of a CBS show. Like, what? This is no, this is the kind of game that Kylan plays, though. I don't know if you remember him. Oh, yeah. His exit on BB 23, but like right in Xavier's face talking about his nephew. <sighs> yeah, that was that my body's never felt more tense in my entire I was like. I was a corpse. I was so rigid. I just didn't know what to do um, in that moment. Um, I was upset that my brother wasn't home to be watching it with me. I was, like, texting him viciously. I'm like, get home now. It's definitely his game. The, the One of the big disappointing things about this, I mean, obviously, I feel like they made the, the choice too soon. I didn't love – I see her point, but I didn't love Alyssa asking Tyson and Angela – like, I get you don't want to piss off your numbers, but in the same sense, it makes her look weak, and it doesn't completely look like a decision that she made on her own. It doesn't look like a huge, strong game move because she had to seek the opinions of others. I hear what you're saying. I think because she'd been partner- partnered with Tyson the week before, she was still feeling like a little bit of a connection to him, and she knows how much power he has. And that so could I- be true because Colin's with – you're right. Yeah, and I, so and I then- think it was like a little bit of knowing who the power players are which we were we were saying about, like, that was one of the flaws in Tiffany's game, like, saying she was, like, cuddling up with Cinco to keep herself safe. Like, he's not a power player. They are the power players currently. So yeah. I get it from that perspective, but I do. I, I hear what you're saying. Um, I just, I think they just, they got, their eyes got so big at the idea of, like, serving Xavier up on a platter. <laughs> and I want to interject. I just want to interject quickly here, too, to say, like, just two weeks ago, Xavier's one that went to bat to keep Alyssa safe so that Tiffany, someone from the cookout, would go in. So I'm like, he literally is not playing with, like, cookout goggles on. He, he's He kept you safe two weeks ago. But Alyssa kind of manipulated him into that. She was True. like, you owe me. So, yeah. like, she's she's been playing. I, I, I just think people are being really hard on Alyssa right now, <laughs> I think, on Twitter. And I'm not saying yeah. you are. I no. just want to defend her having wanting to have her own game. I think well, it's... I- I put my hands up to say, I agree. I think she can take it, which I think is cool. Yeah. 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 I like that she's not, like, backing down. She's not, like, or and she's not, like, doubling down on it. She's so funny on social media. I really like Alyssa on social media. Look, I think at, her, look at her new profile picture after you listen to oh, listening to this podcast. Great. Look at her new profile picture. I, I think there is also the element of even with, like, Xavier talk, like, you watch that first episode where Xavier was like, oh, wow, Alyssa, I like the way, you know, you're playing this game, et cetera, et cetera. It did kind of feel like very big brother, little sistery. And she's like, no, dude, I'm, I'm I'm a grown woman. I can play my own game. And there is the element of her telling Angela because it's almost a heads up of like, you know, Angela is a big brother player. Um, it's like, hey, we're we are big brother. We're making a move against this big brother player. We just want to give you the heads up. We don't want you to be shocked and be, you know, just stuff like that. I thought that was important. And. I do think this is like a good play for Alyssa's game for the storyline purpose and for the fact that I don't know if she'll ever win another daily challenge. Um, so you have to take the shot now because I don't because she could get targeted easily next week. Kylan, brother, that's just chaos. There's no reason for to make that move here, Kylan. He was putty in Alyssa's hands. Like And let me just discuss rumor really quick too. It's heavily rumored that Alyssa and Xavier were together after Big Brother 23 was done filming. That they like 
kind of had to chill out in the house because Christian was watching and they like once they didn't have cameras on them, they had some tomfoolery. So it's very layered. <laughs> no one talk wow. <laughs> That makes me love her even more. Like I love, I love a bitch that will just like black widow someone. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm all about it. Among but, all the mess, uh, we have them also talk about the idea of, hey, how about when we when we throw them in, we paint the picture on as like Shan being the erratic one, and. I don't even know what to say. That honestly, it made sense to me, if I'm being honest. It didn't make sense to me because Xavier's not going to be your partner next week. Yeah, they were already in the clear. I, I get, and Shan's not enough of a threat to win anything. Like, again, it's just too early. Like, I think on paper it sounds like a good idea, but then when they were actually saying it, Shan nailed it, and she was like, I'm just a scapegoat. And I'm like, of course you are. Like, <laughs> They got excited. Yeah, and just drawing back, there is the moment when they pitch the idea of Xavier and Alyssa to Justine and David. And I think Justine takes a real moment where it's like, well, David isn't very good, but I think I can beat Shannon almost anything. And I think that was also part of why she was so down for it as well. And I think she's loyal. She was like, I'd rather go out with David and... Um, not she wasn't gonna pull a James from last week and be ready to take one of her own out. She was like, I will go down with this ship if it means that I'm like loyal to my Love Island people. Mm-hmm. We get to the elimination arena. They see it is a puzzle. Derek shits out. his pants. <laughs> He's all like, no, 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 no. We cannot let Xavier like go into a puzzle. He's gonna come back after us. He's like, my life is going to be over. I'll have no more noodles to eat in the house. Like, it's, it's going to be bad. Don't do it, Alyssa. And Alyssa just has, like, some serious BDE. And she's like, we're doing it. Can't do shit. We're doing it. We stay quiet. Let mama handle this. <laughs> Does anyone, uh, they throw them into elimination. Xavier and Shan are shocked. Shan uh, was right. definitely shocked. Shan had no idea. I'm surprised Xavier didn't say anything to her. Like, yo, that conversation was weird. I'm no, I'm not surprised, but like he should have at least been like, I don't know, I'm getting weird vibes. Like, hey, to this point, like nothing has ever really gone wrong in Xavier's like reality TV career. Things have always just worked out, staying low key. So I, maybe he just didn't pick up those vibes because why well, think that when you've just been clear sailing that could happen? Uh, yeah. The elimination, kind of weird. Kind of confangled. Uh, anyone want to explain it? I can't. I would, I don't, I would I don't like it, it if and anyone could explain it. Okay, because I, I feel I, like I, TJ explained the rules, and then I like looked at the people I was watching it with, and he was like, get it? And they were like, yeah. And then I like look at everybody I'm watching with, and they're like, no, I don't, what? I got you guys, okay? okay? So there's a tunnel, and in the tunnel there are panes of glass. And to get through the said tunnel, you have to punch through the panes of glass. The thing is, they are color-coded with which partner is supposed to punch through the panes of glass to get to the puzzle pieces at the end. They need to take the puzzle pieces back out of the tunnel. Once all the puzzle pieces are out, they can start their tunnel. Now, the reason the panes of glass were color-coded is to tell you which partner had to punch it out. If the wrong partner punches out the wrong pane of glass, 
It's a five second penalty per pane of glass. Now, why didn't he just say that? I think he did, to be fair. I don't, I don't know if he did. I blacked out, but honestly, that was a great explanation. <laughs> I'm like, get her on the main show so she can have like that one-off confessional, you know what I'm talking about, where they just explain. It was really great. Call um, me Katie. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, with, with knowing that and knowing that once they're through the tunnel, they have to put this puzzle together, why would you ever take the penalty when it looks like the glass is really easy to break? So I, I thought the exact opposite before the elimination started, Luke, because I was like, if if the glass is hard to punch through, if mm-hmm. yeah, 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 say it took your partner more than five seconds to punch through, then whatever, just fucking hammer it and just go. Once I realized you literally had to tap it like you're a little bird pecking on like <laughs> like a little sunflower seed, <laughs> like yes, you're right. <laughs> And maybe still the mindset was like, okay, let's just bust through these and, and not have to like stop and wait. Like, okay, it's green. Okay, it's blue. Okay, it's, but yeah. Mm. I think Xavier was just a little too salty. I think he was pissed. Sure. Mm-hmm. I, I, but in the scheme of things, I did not think it, at max 10 pains, whatever. I did not think less than a minute was going to make a difference when it came to the puzzle. I, did I would not agree. The puzzle had a picture on it. And it was not that many pieces. So, again, all these things. I was like, oh, even David could put it together. So. Yeah. And when it came down to it, David and Justine had 10 seconds. And then Xavier and Shan had a minute. So, like, or 50 50 seconds. 50 seconds. So, it's like 40 seconds. They had, like, a second head start because they got out of the tunnel 15 seconds ahead of those two. So, really ended up being, like, 30. Yeah, so I'm like, it was a little inconsequential, I think. I mean, 30 seconds is still a good chunk of time, but... It it was when you think about it, but when you saw how it ended, I mm. think it ended up being the difference maker. Because mm-hmm. uh, Xavier and um, Shan were... <laughs> it was like, what happened? Xavier and Shan were very close to finishing that puzzle, I wanted to get an aerial shot of both of them to be sure, but it looked like they were very close. Yeah, it, this was just hard. And I kind of like zoned out of this elimination because a, I, I'm ready for a head-to-head like we talked about last week. But also, Justine and Shan, I love both of them. Um, but yeah, it's so hard to look back in retrospect, I guess, if you're the competitor of like... Mm. So Justine and David, they pull off the win. and Justine pulls off the win, yeah. Well, Justine it, did do that puzzle. It sounded yeah. from the edit. It seemed like she was the one being like, "No, no, this is it." Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. And David did say when they were done, "You did yeah. that," you, which made me like yeah. him. I love a man that will give credit to his female partner. I am very about that. So you're saying you love David? I loved that. You love David? I dude. Zoe loves David. I I, I became a Ben fan last week for the sole reason of him praising Kira. Like yeah. I, I I'm I'm willing like I love Justine as well so I'm like I'm willing what no it's just David said after the elimination and I okay I'm gonna preface this with I've never been on the challenge I've never been in an elimination never won an elimination I cannot possibly imagine the exhilaration he was feeling in that moment but when he said that Justine has a resume that people who've been on the challenge for 20 years don't have because she's won a challenge and a elimination. I was like, shut up. As a fan of the challenge, you are offending me 
more than you're offending any of the cast on that show. Like, um, who? now, now all I sort of want to see next week, um, just to watch Zoe's like eyes pop out of her head is for David and Sarah to be partnered up. Oh um, God. Oh, please don't put Sarah and Dom is, is the worst case scenario for me. <gasps> Just stick well, them down to garbage disposal as far as I'm concerned. Sarah is to your garbage point, disposal. To your point, Zoe, about like him making that comment, it's really clear. And I'm not saying to come on the challenge CBS or USA, you have to be a big fan of the main show. But it's clear who just watched the past three seasons and called it a day. Oh, I'm, man. I don't even know if David watched Big Brother before. He didn't even know. He had to have the veto explained to him. Yeah, that was bad. On 22. So... Like, you're the stat guy. Who of our ch- challenge regulars has like the worst resume ever? Like of someone who regularly appears on the show. Um, back in the day, Tyree, um, Josh Martinez, a bit. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking a bit right now. Like Dom and Sarah at Chili's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like what what happens is that like uh, she complains about where they're seated. Uh, he she pulls her badge the, out. He, no, yeah, he corrects. He's like you know, give me a discount type stuff. Like, uh, he complains about the waitress and then tries to act like the waitress is flirting on him when she's very much not. Uh, after Sarah they order... a Diet Pepsi, for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they don't even have... She brings it in a can out of her purse. Because mm-hmm. they don't... They, they from from yeah, and then what happens is uh, Sarah sends her food back because they messed it up the way she ordered it. And she's um, half of it? Is she one of those? Yeah, yeah, one thousand percent. She's eaten most of it. There were like four um, fries left. And then after they barely, they they barely even tip, and they write a really mean message on the on the receipt. And the with tip, this, the tip that they leave is like life advice. Like do better. And with yeah. this analogy, with this analogy, it could be Sarah and Dom, or if you're watching Big Brother 24, it could be Nicole and Daniel. My my two cents. Oh. Garbage. Oh. Tomato, tomato. And so for, next, all, for all oh, our go. viewers who are disgusted by my Big Brother trashing over the last couple weeks, I will say I was a live feed addict. <laughs> <laughs> An absolute addict. I didn't get to watch the episode tonight. I will soon, but like, I'm not going to. You're going to want to watch it. I'm not going to say it's like the most watchable show, but <laughs> I'm glad that things are going well. Mm-hmm. It's Team Taylor all day. Just saying. Yeah. So, Xavier and Chan, they make history. They lose the elimination. They're now 0 1 in Chan. <laughs> what a way to. Uh, Chan throws some digs at Alyssa on her way out. Xavier throws some digs at Kylan on his way out. I love a good. I love a good trash talk when someone or like. It was messy. Wasn't a fan of some of it, but from a viewer perspective, entertainment. The exact quote. Shan may be Megamind, but she's not the, the, oh, sorry, sorry, Alyssa. Yeah, thank you. Alyssa may be Megamind, but she's not the sharpest tool in the box, which that concerns me a little bit. It goes back to Shan's knowledge. These people, people on Stan Big Brother Twitter called Alyssa Megamind. Like Shan's deep on these Twitter streets using this information on the show. It's been filmed. She is a Stan. Yeah. But she was, like, calling, like, they kept saying that they were being petty, they were being petty, and I'm like, they were and they weren't, because their plan worked, 
And honestly, again, it's not petty. They're not like going after you outside of the show. This is again a game. Let's like let's make these confines clear. They are getting their revenge on you about a game within another game. So while we as avid challenge viewers might be like, not the best move for you. You should have waited. You should have let this play out, Fessy. Okay, like let it let it marinate. It worked. They won. And you're now being petty. You're salty. It'd be different if Shan had been on Big Brother 23 as a part of the cookout. She's She doesn't have a, a dog in this fight. She just was partnered with someone that did. She had a lot of angst for someone that wasn't part of it, though. <laughs> Xavier showed the most character he has across two shows. Um, when he was talking about Kylan, like, you're never going to win a game like this. And I didn't think he was wrong, but I was just like, where, why can't we get more of this version of you on the show? Where and that was where I was disappointed. The way yeah, he, he was, like, going out, like, like his last confessional where he was, like, talking about how much money he has anyways. My mom was like, oh, she's like, okay, not a sore loser at all. Oh, I, I loved that. Give me more of that. That's how you need to leave. You need to say bad things about people. You need to throw in the face that I'm yeah. rich. I outplayed you, and you might have outplayed me now, but you're still going to lose this, and I'm still going to be richer than you. I was like, more. Don't, more. Don't play it like Australian Survivor, where they're, like, really nice about it. They're like, all right. Good day, mate. They just... I'll especially enjoy it when Xavier and Alyssa show up for X's 3. And then what? And then what? Cinco and and Tiffany. I do want to find out if Xavier is still in the cookout group chat. I want to know what happened there. I'd say Kylan's the one that's not. Yeah, he got the boot and everyone else still chats. Yeah. I can't imagine, like, kicking anyone out that's not Derek Frazier. Oh. Why now? Don't say his name more than once. I know it's kind of like probably like Beetlejuice. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want him to fucking pop up. I'm. J- I was like trying to think of a joke, and it's just like I can't even. I don't he even is, want to. He is a joke. So. Well, let's not give him any more air though, because he like has the time to find these types of things. So. Oh, that's good. I've I got. I got to see my those. face in the reflection of Zoe's drink. That was. That was incredible. And that. And that's. <laughs> And that's how we're going to cap off this episode from your favorite <laughs> puck bunny, Alan Aguirre himself. Uh, I'm joined by my lovely co-host. We have Zoe Tromboli. Follow her on Twitter at Nani Gonzalez. Follow Luke on Twitter at Final Reckoning. The eyes are hells. Uh, follow Nikki across all social medias at the Nikki Sin. Me on Twitter at the Alan Aguirre, caffeineconfessionals.com to links to our Spotify, our Apple, if you haven't hit subscribe, subscribe now for the Puck Bunnies of the world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> follow me on Twitter at the Alanigiri. Uh, CF Confessions on Twitter, Caffeine Confessional Podcast on Instagram. Chili stars, sponsor like, us. Yeah. <laughs> Chili, Goodbye. We will, we will take you properly. <laughs> Goodbye and good night.